Raven Harrison, the conservative warrior. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great, Theo. Great to be here. Always great to have you on. Now, there is something that's about to kick off here that I know that you can tell us all about. And we're going to hear the story uh, again here on the show as well. And it's a story that you're going to hear a lot because it is one that hopefully will motivate you to restore our America for your children as well. Raven, tell us about the ROAR initiative and the ROAR mission. What is all that about? We are putting verbs in the sentences. Roar, as you know, is restore our American republic, and what people need is an actual action plan. We say all the time our country is in trouble. We say all the time people need to rise up and do something. Now we're going to give them the mechanism to do it. We've got the Roar Pack, which is going to take care of the political side. We've got the Roar Initiative, which is going to take care of our children, and we've got the Roar Mission which is the boots on the ground, how we actually preserve the pillars of freedom. And I am very excited to be heading that up. It is going to go from a trickle to a roar. Absolutely right. And how do we preserve our American freedoms, especially when we uh, speak of our young people? There is a story uh, that uh, I certainly uh, hope that you have heard, but I know that most of you probably have not. It is one that uh, absolutely was appalling to me when I heard it and led me to actually working with uh, Raven and her husband, Paul Harrison. Uh, It's a story about their daughter, uh, Patience Harrison. Raven, I know that uh, from time to time and uh, many thousands of people who are listening to us right now, uh, they turn over. They may have, some who are faithful may have heard it the first time. But friends, I am telling you, there's a story that you need to hear this time. And Raven, I want you to share with us the uh, story of patience and what actually uh, was the catalyst that got you engaged in this most momentous fight. Talk to us. Amen. And uh, that came in March of 2017 when 10 minutes before the end of the school day, we received a call from the school. My husband and I received a call saying that we needed to rush the school immediately. There was an incident with our eight-year-old daughter, Patience, Uh, She was in the third grade. Uh, Our son, Major, was in the first grade, but they said they would tell us nothing except for we needed to get there right away, and it was not a medical emergency. Uh, You have to understand that being the daughter of two Air Force lieutenant colonels, uh, I take the word emergency pretty seriously. So my husband and I rushed to the school, and what we found is what no parent ever wants to find is we found one hysterical eight-year-old crying hyperventilating broken out into hives clutching her chair and just no explanation in the classroom of why this had happened the teacher the administrator and their principal soon filed in and i said to them why does she look like this you have 15 seconds to tell me why she looks like this and the teacher said to me well Uh, We had an election today in school, a mock election today in school. And I said, you're studying civics? And she said, no. But anyways, your daughter voted for Trump. And my husband and I said, I beg your pardon? And she said, your daughter is the only one in the school who voted for Trump. And if we cannot correct this behavior, she is expelled. And I can tell you in that moment, CL, there are two 
profound moments in a Christian's life. The day you get saved and the day you find out why. And that was the day that I found out why, that God was calling me to the front line because this was bigger than I ever thought. I had never heard of this garbage going on in school. I did our homework every night. I had never heard of the indoctrination. And I knew in that moment that that was my biblical and my moral task is to stand up and preserve this line for our children. We need to correct this behavior. Americans, hey, all of you around the globe, those of you who have already been invaded by uh, foreign thought, um, uh, and proposals and so forth, uh, like Europe. Uh, if you look at that, there is a correction in behavior that it seems to be take that seems to be taking place by design. And surely, without the knowledge of Paul and Raven Harrison. Uh, and, and certainly without the knowledge of the children in the school, even though the children did know some things that the parents were not privy to, like a stay at school book. Tell us about that stay at school book, Raven. Yes, when we got home, that we withdrew our, our daughter and son from public school after this. And when we got home, you know, I, as I always do, I have to know, I had to get to the bottom of that rabbit hole. I wanted to know what I didn't know, everything I did know, and everything I didn't know. And I went through every single thing I cleaned out of her desk, every scrap of paper, every book. And when my daughter came in a few hours later, I said, Patience, I have never seen this book before. There were two or three books, textbooks that were in that stack that I had never seen before. And I said, where did this book come from? What is this? And she said, Mommy, this is a stay-at-school book. And I said, what is a stay-at-school book? And she goes, we get detention if we bring these home. We're not allowed to bring these books home. And just out of fate, CL, I dropped the book on the floor just to let God decide where it opened. On the page that the book had opened to when I dropped it on the floor, it said, Native Americans were happy to be slaves because it taught them valuable trade, building skills, and to renounce their pagan gods. And I almost threw up. I could not believe, it, regardless of the fact that I am Native, Native American, my parents are veterans, my husband's a veteran, I could not believe in printed text there was information designed to destroy the fabric of these children and make them ashamed or question their heritage and who they are from, this doctrine that says that kids are either oppressors or victims. And I absolutely knew that is when the conservative warrior was born. Do you know, it used to be many years ago, uh, this commercial on, in fact, I was a, a very young, young, I probably was a child at the time, about uh, 11 years old, 12 years old, I do remember, when this commercial came out on television, it would ask uh, parents about uh, 8 o'clock at night and 10 o'clock at night, do you know where your children are? They would ask that question. And uh, on, on television, it was a commercial. And folks, I'm asking you today, do you know what they're studying at school? Do they have a stay-at-home uh, book? Uh, in your school. Do you know anything about that? Uh, Raven and Paul didn't know about it. And hey, I know Raven and Paul and they're very much on top of their children's education. They absolutely are. You may be on top of yours as well, but yet you still don't know uh, what's going on as far as uh, that stay at home book. And listen to this. Listen to what she told you. She said, if they took that book home, they would get a detention by if they took what the teachers had deemed a stay at school book 
if they took it home, they actually got in trouble for that because evidently there was much as Raven discovered in that book that they did not want their parents to know they were being taught and what patience was being taught was something that was absolutely opposed to what her parents would have taught her at home. So your children going to that government building every day, you turning them loose for seven, eight hours a day, the teacher spending seven, eight hours a day with them. You're just happy to see them bounce back in without any scrapes or scratches or getting kicked out of school. But yet you still don't know what they are actually learning. Is this by design, Raven? Is that what you're finding out as you go on this journey? Yes, it was in plain sight. And this is what I want to impress upon people who are listening to this. It was hiding in plain sight. I did my kids' homework with them every single night. I thought that I was engaged. But I now can see when I go back, when you go to these back-to-school nights, the schools love to tout their technology. They love to say, look, we're computerized, we're digital, we're electronic, we have the state of the art. And that, in this case, is where they hit it, CL. A lot of times when we go to these back-to-school nights, we see computers, and the kids have their own special passwords. That is one of the primary places they hide information by showing, hey, it's technology. Uh, this is the wave of the future. They're the technology generation. So we we do this. And that's when I realized they just send the things home. We have shadow curriculums. They send things home and they know children have a notoriously short memory span. So when the children would get home, it's usually the last thing that they did. The last few items that when you ask your child, how was your day? It's unless it was spectacular, it normally didn't stand out, but it's hiding in plain sight right in front of parents' noses. They make you sign contracts to say you will do your kids' homework. You will read with them for 15 minutes a day and all these things to make it seem like they are just tasked to educate your children when in actuality, everything is set up to blindly indoctrinate these children and pit child against parent value against social ideology pitting child against parent and and you know friends i know that you hear that but i want you to see the reality of that that teacher spends most more many in many cases unless you're homeschooling the teacher actually spends a lot more time uh with the average american child than the parent does. Usually you have a two-parent two, uh, home. Uh, you, you have one of them working and maybe both of them working, and that teacher spends a lot of time with your child. If there's a stay-at-home, uh, stay-at-school book uh, that they don't want you to know about, doesn't that raise a red flag for you parents out there? Raven, there is absolutely a movement that is taking place restoring our American Republic. Roar. Friends, that is a pack, that is an initiative, and that is a mission. It's a mandate actually coming from the Roar Pack uh, for all Americans to stand up, push back, and speak up in a loud voice uh, with boldness as a lion would to say enough is enough. And Raven is leading the charge in doing that. Uh, friends, you're going to be hearing so much about this Roar initiative, the Roar mission, and the Roar Pack because we're going to be coming too. 
uh, a city near you. Raven's going to be coming to a city near you. And we are going to be looking for you to form various roar pods in your various communities around this nation in order to secure the republic for our children. Hey, that's what's important. Let's not leave that to Hillary. It's, it's Rush used to say, it's not, all, it's not just the liberal cheerings that we are concerned about. We are concerned about the life of conservative children as well. You know, Raven, I've had a chance to, uh, to meet patients, and I've had a chance to meet Major, uh, your son, as well. And I, I got to applaud you on the way uh, you're raising your children. But give us an idea of what may happen if we do not stem the tide of this socialist agenda that is invading our nation. Talk to us. It is really profound. Uh, of, you know, God is the ultimate puzzle maker. And I felt like for many years I was a puzzle that didn't quite make sense. I'm the daughter of two Air Force colonels. I had a really interesting life. I've lived in some of the darkest places around the world. And what I can tell to people right now is this is not a drill. We have real dark forces at work. We have real evil that has set its sights on America, our freedoms, and our children. And we have got to get involved, and it really can be done. The, The psychology of communism and tyranny is to make you believe that we're too big. The government, we're too big. We're too powerful. You can't beat us. And that is false. What I want people to know is we absolutely can and we must. There is no tomorrow for our children if we do not get this right today. And evil does not play by the rules. It's not going to wait till you're ready. It's not going to wait till it's convenient. We have got to strike now. And the good news is, if you've read the Bible, we know how this ends. If you look to 1776, I mean, they had more weapons, more ships, more guns, more everything. So why don't we have a British accent? It's because the heart of a patriot is strong so we did it in 1776 and we must do it now so get involved donate to the roar pack because we all know whoever controls the money so let's just make sure that we control it and that we protect these children at all costs they must get their hands off the children they can't do anything with us so they've got their sights on our our most vulnerable and but we can win this and we will win this we can and we will raven you live in a very interesting household with very interesting children but your husband also has an incredibly interesting story and the reason i want to bring uh major paul harrison in uh to this conversation is because some of you may be thinking well you know uh that that only happens to uh joe blow uh children uh, everyday american uh children and uh that uh, can never happen to anyone who has any status or any uh type of uh heading in uh, this country uh tell us about uh your husband your your, your husband is uh, one of those unique guys uh, there's not many of that even though there's a lot a lot of pilots in in the country among men who have lived on the earth not many not many and paul paul had especially the type of planes that paul has flown uh there's not many not many who have that type of skill tell us about paul tell us uh what uh, paul's pedigree and where he comes from Yes, I've told you, CL, many times, and as you know, I had a very interesting pedigree uh, and upbringing. Paul was the complete opposite. Paul grew up in a very, in in California when, you know, Reagan was there. It was was a different time, but Paul is, is as American as you can get. 
He is, he's tall. He's nice looking. He is a patriot. He served in, uh, he was a pilot, a combat pilot, served in uh, the United States Air Force for 20 years. He flew C-17, C-141s, uh, the workhorses. She was in, he was in Operation Desert Storm and Iraqi Freedom. So he is, but he's quiet. He's, even though he's tall in stature, he's, we call him our seven footer. He is extremely tall in stature. He is got the best heart. He is uh, a quiet, reserved, analytical guy, but he grew up about as normal as you could get it. Two parents, one stayed at home, one worked. Uh, very apple pie, as I call it. And he went to public school. He started throwing bags at the airport at four in the morning when he was 14 years old, put himself through college had a a star military career and now he's a commercial airline pilot he's got incredible work ethic and he's a really great guy he's not the alpha thumping chest male but he is an amazing uh solid role model for our kids i couldn't have asked for better we are personality very polar opposite and that works for us but he is very engaged in this fight right now Absolutely, as well as he should be and as well as you, American, should be. I I wanted her to tell you about him and his background because this uh, travesty that is happening in our American schools uh, is indeed uh, very much poised to affect you, regardless if you are an Indian chief or if you are an airplane pilot Uh, regardless of what station you are in life it will catch up to your children and this is the thing that will destroy our republic in this nation if our children are brainwashed and patriotism is bred out of them as it is being bred out you know raven when i think about uh, what uh, that that page fell to uh, that uh, american indians were uh, happy to be slaves because and and that type of thing when i think about that and and i think about the hypocrisy of the left when it comes to uh, this particular topic they're very concerned about uh, the the feelings of little little black children little white children but evidently uh, there there is no uh, concern for the uh, feelings of uh, those who might have Native American ancestry. I, I have a drop or two myself. And, uh, it, you know, you know it, it just seems like a, it's total hypocrisy. Is that the order of the day in your estimation? It is. And what's interesting for me is, you know, I never, having military parents, I never wore a lot of my personal uh, information out loud. I've learned to do that because as God teaches us, there is power in your testimony, in your experience. But what I'm seeing, what really shocked me and appalled me by that is the fact of how little respect. The Native Americans were the stewards of this land, the uh, initial occupants of this land. And to put something out that is so profoundly horrible, so profoundly disgusting, and the fact that they are trying to take aim at actual history and facts, History is not there for you to be offended by. It's there to be learned from and to be absorbed as a part of who we are. And what I'm seeing now is that's the fundamental key. This is what communists and tyrants must do. They must remove God. They must destroy the nuclear family. And they must change the allegiance of our children. And this is not a new concept, but that's what I have seen of what an insult 
to the pioneers of this land, the pioneers of freedom, the pioneers of our way of life and exceptionalism have been marginalized to a talking point for the left and the demons who are just seeking to grab power. And that's what I could not believe. I mean, I am Native American. I am proud of my heritage. I'm of Cherokee and Sioux descent. And we are, you know, a proud tribe. I just cannot believe that this be the ones who say they celebrate diversity, but will attack it in the same breath. Celebrate diversity, but yet attack diversity when it's spoken by someone outside of their camp. Raven, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and how they can become a part of the Roar Pack, the Roar Initiative, the Roar Mission. Uh, put it all out there for us. Well, we have it. Uh, as we're rolling this out, we are going to give Roar a big debut in the short term. People can find us at theroarnetwork.com. You can find information at ravenharrison.com. We're going to be rolling out some sneak peeks and the Raven Pack. You will be able to contact us. You'll be able to donate. You are able to get involved and just be a part of it. If you need help, if you need resources, if you're, you want to do something and you're not sure how to engage, we will do that. And we will be fighting this on the front line. So I want to leave patriots encouraged that God didn't say all things were going to be easy. He said all things were possible. And we are going to win this. Put on the full armor of God. And let's move forward. You see where this is going, folks. It's going toward a total revival in this country. And friends, I got to tell you, there is necessary for revival at this time. So help us restore our American Republic by roaring with us. Check it out. You'll be hearing more and more about it on this show and others. Uh, You heard it here first. You heard it here first as far as how it's going to uh, affect you and how you can participate. You've been looking uh, for something to do. You've been asking, how can I help? We're showing you right now how you can engage with restoring our American Republic. Roar with us. Roar with us. And Raven, the conservative warrior, always a pleasure to have you on the show with me. And I look forward uh, to talking to you many more times. And hey, friends, you keep your ears, you keep your eyes open because she's going to be popping up on a, a, a television show that I'm sure is near and dear to you right there in your living room on uh, that uh, YouTube, on that uh, channel that you have there, whatever channel you might be listening to. She's going to be on all of them, uh, CNN, uh, and, and, and she'll, I'm glad, I'm, I'm sure that she'll be happy to take that on, uh, but as well as uh, Newsmax and Fox and the others. She'll be just keep an eye out for Raven, the conservative warrior. You'll be hearing that name. Tell everybody again, Raven, how they can get engaged. Get engaged, ravenharrison.com, theroarnetwork.com, keep close to CL. Bryant and the show, he'll be keeping you informed about that. But I encourage patriots, you can reach out to me at any time. I will be given this evil fit. Evil doesn't sleep, okay? And neither do we. We've got this. Evil doesn't sleep, and hey, neither do we. We got this. Raven Harrison, wonderful words from you. Thank you so much for your time here today. God bless and God keep you and your family. I'm going to see you real soon. Talk to you a little bit. <laughs> 